0: What up, quarantiners, the stay-at-homers, the essential workers, the anybody that might be listening. I'm Riggs, and thanks for checking out another Mental Health Monday. This is another mini-episode. Today we'll touch on grieving our past way of life and how you can live somewhere in the middle emotionally, and that's probably best for all of us. Here we go. Grieving our past way of life and being in the emotional middle. So we're all adjusting to a new normal way of life, right? And I'm starting to get sick of that phrase, the new normal. But at least for the time being, this is our way of life. Staying inside as much as possible, limiting contact with others, even close friends and family, wearing a scarf or a mask over your face. You know, when you run out every week or two to make an essential grocery run. Our former way of life as we knew it has died and death usually means that you need time to grieve. And it's perfectly normal to feel the way that you do, sad or happy, or somewhere in the middle. It could be a mixture of both. Some days may be happier than sad, some days more sad than happy. Your former normal life is now gone. This can take a huge emotional toll on our mental health. Now it's important to know that this is okay. It's okay to be bummed that things are different. It's fine to be sad that you can't make weekend plans and that you can't randomly text a friend to go meet up for patio drinks. It's okay to be devastated that you can't go to your first nice weather backyard cookout. It's alright to be upset that you can't make plans to go to baseball games or basketball games. Doesn't mean that you aren't taking the global pandemic seriously. And just because someone else might have it worse doesn't mean you aren't valid in the way that you feel. You're always entitled to the way that you feel. Acknowledge your sad side and Don't be afraid to reach out to someone and talk about it. And don't feel bad if someone else seems to have it all together or if someone else seems to be getting so much more done than you do. Comparing yourself to the actions of others only causes you to fall into a shame spiral and start worrying about things that don't concern you. And most of all, you start worrying about things that you can't control. Someone else might be coping privately. Maybe that person is getting help from a trusted friend or a therapist. And that's okay too. We're all in this strange time together. There's no right or wrong way to feel. And while you don't want to wallow in your grief For the way that things used to be, or the way that things can't be for now, it's okay to admit that you're struggling. And not feel guilty about it in the process I had a friend reach out to me just last week And he said, Riggs, this quarantine Isolation thing is really taking a toll On my mental health, I mean I'm getting depressed I was like, dude, I totally get it, it's alright Let's talk, we had a conversation He felt much better after it And I was like, hell yeah, dude's talking about Feelings, this is amazing, so Don't be afraid to reach out, and just get it Off your chest to somebody, because while you can't Go see someone physically, you can still reach out Virtually, it's a great time to use FaceTime Skype, Zoom Texting or using the phone to call people. What? Yeah, don't be afraid to reach out for help. And now to the point I was making earlier about being somewhere in the middle. I think of it like this. In a lot of situations, there's two ways things can be emotionally. And it often suits us to be somewhere in the middle in these situations. Here's an example. Skydiving. I do it a lot. I'm confident in my ability to skydive. I've done 533 skydives. Jumping out of an airplane for me is like going to coffee for most people. Now when I skydive, I've got two choices, emotionally. I can be overly confident and say, I've done this 533 times. I know what I'm doing. Everything's gonna be fine. Let's just do it. Or I can take the other side. Holy crap, I'm jumping out of an airplane again. What am I gonna do? Did I check all my gear? Is my battery dead on my altimeter? Did I double and triple check my parachute? Oh my god, I'm freaking out. I'm jumping out of a freaking airplane. Both situations are insanely dangerous. In the first situation, I'm way too confident and probably going to be unprepared for any emergency I might encounter during the skydive. If I take an attitude like that when I jump out of an airplane, I get myself in some trouble. But if I react the other way, if I'm freaking out too much and overly panicking and overly analyzing everything I'm doing, then I'm going to forget about one little important thing that I have to do. It's much safer to be somewhere in the middle, very confident in my ability, but also aware of the fact that I am jumping out of an airplane. Now I'll make that same analogy about something that you can actually relate to. Take the global pandemic with COVID-19, for example. There's two styles of people. I think. Side number one this side thinks that this is a vacation, it's time away from work, I'm working from home, you're drinking every night, you're having parties, you're sharing memes on Facebook, you're binging on Netflix, you're eating your emotions, you think this is just a flu bug, it's gonna go away soon, you don't care about it, the media's blowing it out of proportion anyways. That's one side. And then you got the complete opposite other side. They're washing their hands for 35 minutes, they're sanitizing everything, they're coating their house in plastic, they're freaking out and hoarding toilet paper. They think this is the apocalypse and everybody's gonna die, is the end of the world. So the truth is that emotionally we're all probably better off somewhere in the middle of this scale, not panicked, but vigilant, and not flippant, but rational. The beautiful balance of vigilance and rationality is most ideal to get you through a situation like this. You realize that it is a serious problem of historic proportions, but you also realize that this too will pass. As long as you're following guidelines and being safe, there is light at the end of the tunnel. We just don't know how far we have to drive down the tunnel before we get to that light. If you're still freaking out, if you're still sad, think about this. There's scientists around the world that are dedicating their lives, that have been doing it for years and years before this pandemic came around, looking for vaccines and treatments and doing research, and that's their job. And they will stop at nothing until they find a vaccine. Some of the smartest people in the world, way smarter than you and me, take solace and that. Know that work is being done out there. It's okay to be happy during these times. It's okay to be sad during these times. But if you can find a way to live somewhere in the middle of those two emotions for a majority of the time, you might find that the balance can bring you the calm that you need to get through another day. In the meantime, you stay healthy, stay safe, mind your mental health. If you find that you're having a ton of anxiety about the whole pandemic situation, check out my last week Mental Health Monday episode. Five minutes, five tips to center yourself and cope with your anxiety anxiety. And don't be afraid to reach out for help, always. It sounds cheesy, and you've probably heard it a lot, but it's true. We literally are all in this together. You're not alone in dealing with the global pandemic. Everybody's going through it. Since we're on the mental health kick, the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline number is 1-800-273-8255, or you can always text the word hello to 741-741. That's the crisis text line. Thanks for checking out another Mental Health Monday minisode. It's a Riggs Off the Radio podcast. I'll talk to you next time. Enjoy the rest of your day, your night, your afternoon, your weekend. Whatever it is you happen to be doing, just make good life decisions.